0: Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham, where we take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Today, I have a special guest, Kevin Faulkner, the owner of 3B Credit Health, based out of Waco, Texas, with a unique perspective on success. After losing everything just one short year ago, because he could just not figure out this thing called life, Kevin has had a self-described awakening. From there in just 12 months, he's built his business from nothing, starting out with only an iPhone. Kevin has a passion to help others who are going through hard times who feels like there is no hope for success. And Kevin knows that even though you may feel there's no hope, he's living proof that we have. if you have the right mindset, we can get through anything. Hopefully I said that pretty well, Kevin. Thank you for being on my show. Um, great intro there. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, that story of, you know, because it sounds like you had nothing about a year ago and it's just turned around.
1: Yeah, man, Joe, I appreciate you having me, brother. I'm excited to be here, man. Uh, Love your stuff, man. Love your social media presence, man. I'm a fan. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, So yeah, man, uh, just kind of to cut to it, man, and not waste any time. uh, A year ago, uh, actually last August, to be exact, August of 2020, I was going through depression. I had anxiety. Uh, literally, my dog had passed away, man, just to let you know how, how bad it was. I was in a deep place. I was unemployed, had nothing going on. My wife, and rightfully so, my wife said, look, dude, I can't bet on you anymore. You're not moving in the direction I want to go. And uh, to be honest with, with you, man, I, I got to say, if she wouldn't have said that at that time, I would have lost respect for her. You know, so I went uh, down the road, as you said, I'm in Waco, Texas. I went down the road to a, a buddy of mine's house and stayed in his back room. Uh, I, I took my, my dog that, that I have currently have, Cash, Cash the credit repair dog. And, uh, man, we stayed in his back room. And from there, I started this credit repair business with my phone because, frankly, I had no fear. I had nothing left. I had nothing to lose. And we got going with that off of my iPhone. I would write the letters out, print them from my iPhone, mail them. And that's how we started our business. My very first customer is in a, uh, as her dream come true, she's in a house in Corpus Christi. Nice. And uh, so we've, I just had lunch with a, a lender today. And he was telling me that in the short time I've been with him, Steve, uh, six clients that he sent me have turned into homeowners. So I was thrilled to hear that. So that gives you an idea of what has transpired in the last 12 months. So we can go anywhere you want to go, brother. I'm here to help people and let's, let's, let's visit, man.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. So let's go back to the thing that jumped out to me first. I've been married for 20 years and having the right woman in your corner or man, if you're a female listening to this, however, or however you roll with that, whatever, but having the right partner in your corner is huge. Um, And the fact that she had the courage to say that to you is good. Um, I think for me, though, that would have that's crazy. So how did you because I mean, I'm sure because I've heard your story a little bit more. So you guys are still together and all, right? Yes. Cool, cool. So how did you take what for a man would be really hard and just turn that into a business that's now thriving? And then I'm assuming fixing the marriage part because of everything you had to deal with.
1: Yeah, man, you know, I I think that all of us to a person, uh, every one of the listeners, you, me, all of us, man, are victims of conditioning and we're victims of of our mindset. And that's really the only thing that holds us back. Well, what this did was this forced me to reset because when Kelly said this to me and she said, dude, I just don't want to stay married to you anymore because I don't see anything positive coming from you. And and again, she was right. So, you know, I didn't know I, I was at rock bottom at that point. I had nothing to lose. I do remember telling the therapist, we were seeing a marriage counselor at the time. And I remember telling this therapist, with her in the room, look, I don't want this divorce. I don't – this is not what I want. I don't know what's going to happen here, uh, whether we go our separate ways or whether we are able to figure this out somehow. I've got to come out better. Mm-hmm. So I took that and that that knowledge. And, and again, man, I'm at rock bottom. and And this forced me, Joe – to get really honest with myself. And when I use the word awakening, like you talked about in the, in the opening, where that comes from is one night at my friend's house, the one that I stayed with, I started crying in a way from, from my soul in a way that I've never lost it before. And what I realized is that it's all been just a lie, man. It's all been BS. So that came out of me and I was forced at that time because look, this is a friend of mine that, you know. I'm, as I was telling you off camera, I'm 50 years old, man. This friend of mine is 50 years old. And we've been friends since the second grade. You mm-hmm. think I was gonna tell him something he didn't already know? He right. knew that stuff, man. Everybody knew that I wasn't taking care of my business. Everybody knew that I was lost. I knew I was lost, but it's always when you're lying to yourself, when you're in the middle of the lie, it's always when I go to this next thing, it's going to be the answer because we avoid getting honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We avoid we don't want to look at who we are in the fact that we're the ones that are causing this problem everywhere we go. But when something happens like a separation, a divorce, a major loss, uh, hitting rock bottom on drugs, hitting rock bottom with alcohol, hitting rock bottom on anything in life that forces us to really take a look at ourselves. I wish I could say that I came up with this on my own. I went out and sought this. It found me, reality found me and it punched me between the eyes. And I'm sitting there at that dining room table of my friend's house. Like I said, just pouring tears out because I knew that the jig was up. There was no more lying. If things were gonna ever get better for me, it was going to happen now and I was going to have to face my demons in order to do it. That's when the sun came out. Yep. No, no, that makes
0: sense. Because I think that's the hardest thing. Like you mentioned, you have to get to the point where you accept I can make excuses, but they're just excuses. The problem is me. And I need to make that change. And you hit that roughly a year ago. So once you accept that, what was the next steps that you started to take to fix it? or try to change or become a better person or however you want to.
1: Yeah, honestly, man, I was numb for a little bit and it wasn't, it wasn't really for me at least like where I just made a conscious decision and said, okay, I'm going to get all this together and I'm going to make this, switch these gears and man, this is going to, I'm going to flip the script. It wasn't that intentional at that time. So I was driving from my friend's house to Waco, which was an hour one way on I-35, which is an interstate here in Texas. Mm-hmm. And um, to a, a job I had as selling uh, bathroom and kitchen remodels. And it sucked. It was unfulfilling, yep. but it was paying some bills, man. It yep, was, I've it been was there. Fun. I did have a job and uh, man, I reached out, uh, but I was, again, I was numb. So I reached out to an ad on Facebook Uh, for credit repair that a guy in Pennsylvania had placed and he uh, I knew he had done pretty well with it and I remember him saying to me I got on a phone call with him and I remember him saying dude you're gonna have to do some things you're uncomfortable with you're gonna have to stretch yourself on social media you're gonna have to really get you know really get out of your comfort zone and I remember saying man you just don't understand dude there is nothing they can take from me Mm -hmm. so you know, because I was, again, I was at rock bottom and, and that's whenever I knew that I had to change something. So that's when blind faith came in. And we'll talk, we can talk about blind faith deeper when we discuss my passion for habits and where mm-hmm. that's taken me, because that's what pulled me out of this. But really at that point, because I had nothing else and because I was just living day to day, I wasn't thinking too far ahead of, Ed, I was just thinking, okay, today let's get one client. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of talked about this a minute ago. I remember getting my very first client and what that felt like and how scared I was. And now that I've got, I don't even know how many clients I would have to go look. I've got other fears, I've got other concerns. I've got, but now I've got the confidence to know that this thing levels up with you Mm -hmm. and you always feel like you're not doing anything. You always feel like you're not getting thing done I mean you know we talked about 75 hard you just completed it I'm pretty far along in it I still don't feel like I'm doing anything every day you know but (laughs) yeah we can talk about that later on in the show as well but so at this point in time I just was moving forward living in the moment trying to survive trying to do the best I could and I needed that purpose so -hmm. the purpose was to fix this person's credit Purpose was that I wasn't thinking about building a business. I was just thinking I need some money so I can get a place. Yep. I need I need to get this thing moving and you know just to just to stay busy. I couldn't sit there by myself. I couldn't sit there alone. It was I just couldn't handle it. So that gave me that purpose that I needed, and from there I was able to move forward. Gotcha. So
0: so you go from being on the couch. And then just trying to, like a lot of us do, make ends meet, do the stuff we need to do. I've been in sales jobs before where I didn't like it, but I had to make a paycheck. That's what I was doing. To now you're helping people with their credit repair. You're doing better. And you mentioned habits. So I'm really big on habits. Now, my idea isn't that everyone has a one size fits all. I do a lot of my stuff, self-care, self-work, workouts all in the afternoon. Some people do it in the morning. What are like, what would be your like, Key habits, or do you like do a morning routine, or is it like a daily thing, or how's that set up for you?
1: Yeah, so, so you know, again, as we talked about, I'm on the 75 hard, and uh, that is structured around habits. So yep. I also follow the the G code, which which is from uh, Apex Group with with uh, Ryan Stewman's group. So uh, what that is for me, and then what I've implemented is a combination of 75 hard, the G code. In the book, James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, Mm -hmm. I've implemented the three B pillars and what that is, that's part of my three B life enhancement program. But the three B pillars are relationships, health, spiritual and business. So I work on all of those and I work on stacking habits in those four areas because we've all known people that were wealthy. You know, I can I literally know people that are doing tens of millions of dollars a year but they're unhappy. They're still looking yep. for it. They think if they can do a hundred million dollars a year, it's going to solve their problem. And they're wrong. It's not. They are right. Yep. I agree. And and so it's relationships. Relationships are important because if you build relationships with the right people, as we talked about, or we haven't talked about this yet, but the five people you hang around is the average of yourself. Mm-hmm. So you are the, the average of the five people you're around the most. If you build quality relationships With quality people, you cannot fail in this life and then do everything you can do to nurture those relationships. Mm -hmm. That's probably the most powerful thing I'm going to say on this whole podcast. If you build quality relationships with quality people and do everything you can to nurture those relationships, you will have everything in life you want to have.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't have to be people that are right next to you that you maybe see face to face. It can be people that are all over the US, but you have that same connection. Like you mentioned Apex and there's other groups out there that when you get around people that are doing things and they're trying to better themselves, spirit, soul, and body, and they're trying to help people out and get better, you're just going to level up because of it. The other thing you mentioned is true. Like my whole podcast is about helping people get above the 100K mark. That's just kind of, I got there a few years ago and you can only go on so many trips. You can only do so many fun things. And then what are you doing? So like you said, those people, millionaires, 100 million, 10, 100 million, whatever, that doesn't really give them joy or peace. It's finding your purpose. So I like agree with you 100% on that. So you mentioned atomic habits. I've not read that one yet, but it's on my list. Um, and with your daily habits, what are like some key habits that are like non-negotiables for you besides 75 hour, We can talk about that in just a moment, but are there any other like non-negotiable like habits or things that you do every day, Kevin?
1: Yes, absolutely, man. I uh, when I implemented a calendar into my life, that's what the first thing that popped into your mind, into my mind, when you asked that question. When I implemented time blocking and a calendar mm-hmm. into my life, my life changed. And what happened because of that was we think, and I was that guy. I was scared of the calendar. I was like, man, I don't want to be chained to that thing. Yep. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes. that's not how I want to live my life. I want to be free. And what I found out was when I started. Putting that calendar in my life and, and following that calendar, I had more time, more mm-hmm. freedom, more structure, less anxiety, less depression, less everything because I knew and I was in control of my life. Yep. So that's something I have to have, bro, have to have it. I literally just said the
0: exact same thing on someone's podcast I was on last night. That, that whole, like, I didn't want to get stuck to a calendar, but now I actually have more time because I schedule stuff out. Yeah, totally agree. So you're on day 63 of 75 power now? Day 63, I believe. Yes, sir. Gotcha. And for all of you that don't know what that is, Andy Priscilla, um, uh, first form, came up with this program. It's really a mental challenge. So you have to do two workouts a day. One has to be outside. You have to drink a gallon of water. You have to take a progress picture. No cheat meals, no alcohol. You had to read 10 pages a day. So it makes you structure your day, but you're not allowed to just you know do that and avoid things. You still have to live life. So I finished it about two weeks ago. You're on day 62, 63. What are the biggest um, impacting things you've gotten from? And then I'll let you know what, how it's affected me.
1: Yeah, man, I think the biggest, Joe, would be that, uh, that man, I've, I've had the clarity to see that with 75 hard, the same things that are involved with 75 hard, which 75 hard is nothing but stacking habits. And understanding that, you know, when I took that, when you take that first progress picture, you don't think about what this is gonna look like at the end of the day. You're just taking the picture every single day, taking the picture every single day. And then all of a sudden, 60 days in, you say, son of a gun, man, this has really made a huge difference in my life. This is huge. And so then you see the results. And that's the same thing that can make you as successful as you wanna be financially. As successful as you want to be spiritually, as successful as you want to be with your health, and as successful as you want to be with your relationships. So, seeing that and understanding that the keys to to, to uh, making a hundred thousand dollars a year or north of a hundred thousand dollars worth a year are the same things that we do in seventy five hard. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. It was the mental shift for me. So, like, I've done a bunch of workout stuff before. I like to be healthy and all, but it just made me think of what my friend George Bryan said: success is boring. It's doing the same things over and over again, the process correctly, to get the end results. Like so, with my sales job, I know I had to make so many calls, talk to so many people, to get the closes I want. And like you said, just being consistent, time over attention. just like if you're working out, you're going to build muscle. Well, if you're reaching out to people for your credit repair business, you're going to get sales. If you're reaching out to people to coach, you're going to get sales because you're doing it and you're being consistent with it. Most people just don't. I think that that's the thing they look at and go, I can't do it 75 days in a row. Well, you eat crappy and you do bad things 75 days in a row. So you've already proven you can do
1: something. You just got to shift the script, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's, 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 uh, it's incredible and you don't see it until you get into it. And so that's what I'm trying to do as well on a, on a, you know, on a little bit lesser scale in regards to 75 hard can be overwhelming for, for people to look at when they look at that. You and I know it's literally just a checklist. That's all it is. It's nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing rocket science about it. It's just a checklist. And when you reach about day 30, that's how you see it. You're just checking out stuff at that time. Yep. And so what I'm doing is I'm taking a lesser version of that. I'm adding the accountability into it and I'm grabbing people by the hand and walking them over to 75 hard with a combination of James Clear's atomic habits with a combination of the G code. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool, man, in that regard. And it's 75 hard alone has just been such a life changer for me. And uh, man, I can't say in, in, in all areas, I mean, dude, I've reversed my diabetes. I've lost about north of 20 pounds, but I've, I've really uh, more than anything become more cut and more mm-hmm. defined. And then also I've cut out sugar. So I feel a lot more level. I've cut out diet cokes and now I'm just drinking water and black yep. coffee. Yep. Now as I go into phase one, uh, the next phase from 75 hard, I'm going to implement a uh, green drink every day. And then that's, you know, some of the, some other things, as far as that goes, I'm going to start going to the gym and lifting weights instead of just walk running for my workout. Mm-hmm. So it's scalable. That's the thing. A lot of people get overwhelmed because they think, man, 75 hard two 45 minute workouts. Well, if all you can do is get out there and walk, do that's that. Good enough.
0: Yep. Well, that's what I did. So I did a lifting program because I have dumbbells at my house here. So I lifted and did that part for one of my workouts, felt like a workout video thing I had. And then my second outside workout was always walking. Rain, sleep, whatever. Well, it wasn't sleep this time. Rain, whatever. So this is the second time I've completed it. I did it right before the pandemic hit in the winter. And I'm like, oh, I got this. This is great. I thought I could do it again here because I'm in Texas as well. And last year, the summer kicked my butt. So I was like, okay. I'm going to make myself start earlier in the summer and get through it. That's why I started it in June in of June, and just finished a little bit ago. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's shifting. Like I actually have a hybrid that I'm doing with it right now, just because I want to keep the thing. So I still read 10 pages a day. I'm still drinking the gallon of water. Um, Monday through Friday, I'm not having any drinks. I might have a drink on the weekend, or I might have like a cheat meal with the wife and go do something on the weekend. But this is not 75 hard now. This is just me hybriding off of what I have been doing. Um, but I mean, yeah, just building those habits and becoming more, you know, consistent in what you're doing, the sky's the limit. I think people just get discouraged too fast. So I love that you have a program with that.
1: You hit the nail on the head, man. What ha- And we all do this. It's human nature. We, we in society, man, this is marketing. This is all the other aspects of, of society that that program us to believe that from the time we're children, we're supposed to have instant gratification. So it's supposed to happen immediately. And that's just not how success happens. That's why we, we, we just can't break through the wall. And what happens is, is when we do that over and over and over again, that's when you get depressed, you get anxiety, you end up on your couch and your wife tells you she doesn't want to be married anymore because you're hitting that brick wall expecting something great to happen instead of stacking these small habits day in and day out every single day and just be working for consistency. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And you mentioned something there again, you brought it up. And I think it's something that a lot of men don't deal with, but, or don't want to deal with, but they have, which is depression and being not feeling fulfilled and stuff like that. So twofold question here for you. With that, how important do you feel it is not just your wife, but having a group of people around you to support you, to help you get out of it? And secondly, how did that process work for you? Because remember we were talking before you were on the couch, you were doing the thing. How did you come out of the depression? Was it the stacking habits? Was there some other things that you use? Because I know men, we always pretend we're okay, but a lot of times we're not okay. So I think this would be really helpful.
1: Yeah, man. So, um, I've dealt with bipolar disorder for my entire life. So that was big for me, man. I mean, like, I I mean, I I was, I took medication doctor prescribed, but still, man, that stuff, um, it, it had me walking around almost unconscious, man. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff that they had me on and that, you know, that's a different conversation, but, um, man, what I've used or these habits, these small habits to, to get off of this stuff slowly and taking my time with it. It's it's taken me years to get to this point to where I don't take medication and wh- where I can, I'm not reliant on it. And and right. so, um, I, uh, I meditate, I do yoga, I exercise and I eat right. Cutting out the sugar, cutting out the alcohol, not smoking weed, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Now, look, w- whatever works for you, but, for me, it does not work. It's not a productive lifestyle. I'm not here to judge anybody's life, but I know that we have to determine you have one type of body chemistry. I have another type of body yep. chemistry because our DNA is different. So you might can eat um, you know, I don't know, ice cream and be fine. For me, it screws up my blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if that came from the medication I took for all those years. Or because it's just something that's hereditary, or whatever, doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, when I eat sugar, it sc- screws my body up. Yep. So when when you take these little habits, and you can't just say, "Well, I'm going to quit eating sugar and just turn it off tomorrow." That no. doesn't work. That's a <laughs> you're going to fall off of. Yep. You have to gradually do it again, going back to those habits and stacking those habits. I'm going to just eat one one meal this week with 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 dessert or. Whatever it may be for you, maybe it's two meals, and because we we walk before we run, right? We crawl yep. before we walk. So that's how you do it, man. And, and my whole purpose in life, um, you know, is to is to help people in those areas because, man, I know that I have just scratched the surface. I'm just getting started. So I know that there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from my lessons and the things I've been through in life and the things I've overcome in life, because I promise Joe, if I can do this, anybody can do it, brother.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that's a good thing. Cause you mentioned a lot of good stuff in there, meditation, working out, finding the food that works for you, food protocol that's going to make you the most optimal you can be. Like I just started, I do a lot of walking. I like walking. So I just done a lot of walking meditation type of stuff or prayer I've been making myself try and sit for five to 10 minutes and just do that part of meditation because I'm an active guy. I like to move around. So it just feels weird to me, but I think all those things are huge and important.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I've never done yoga. Not one time ever that I have not felt better.
0: Yep. I like yoga. Yeah. It it, it was weird and I'm not flexible, but I'm getting more flexible the more I do it. At first, I'm like, oh, this is a girl thing. I'll be honest. I thought it was a – but I started doing it. I'm like, holy crap. And I'm seeing these older guys um, that are able to – you're able to do so much more because you have that
1: fluidity. You can move around. And it comes fast, man. That flexibility comes fast whenever you start doing it consistently. Every day, even just 10 minutes of yoga every day, you'll see a big difference in one month. It's crazy, yeah. man, how – and then you'll see – how your body feels better and how your body flows, and something will happen where you'll almost trip and fall, and you'll catch yourself and you'll be like, Dad gum, that's that yoga kicked in. Yep, yep. Yep. It's awesome. And it's really cool, man. Again, it all comes back to habits, man. It all comes back to stacking habits. Because we literally, man, I I I don't mean to ramble, but I cannot say this enough. We literally can do anything in this world we want to do if we just stack the habits. Mm-hmm. It's re- they talk about reverse engineering. This yep. is the $100,000 podcast. Reverse engineer to figure out how to make $100,000 a year. Well, you can do that with anything you want to do. Just yep. reverse engineer the habits. Mm-hmm. How, you talked about calls to get your sales. How many calls need to be made? Okay, when am I going to back to the calendar? When am I going to time block these calls? When am I going to make these extra five calls a day? I'm going to make them at 1 p.m. From 1 p.m. to 1.45, I'm going to do these five calls. Nothing's going to stop me, and I'm going to do them every day for a week. A couple of things happen there. You get in touch with more contacts every day, so you're going to get in touch with 25 more contacts a day. If that breaks, That should break down to at least, depending on what your business is, one to two sales. But more importantly than that, more importantly than that extra money coming in, is you're going to build integrity within yourself because you're casting votes that you're somebody that keeps their promises. And when you do that, guess what happens next? It's called confidence. And brother, when you start getting that, you can do whatever you want to do in this world because that's when you're no longer lying to yourself. That's when you know that if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And man, your chest sticks out further, you walk a foot taller and you can take on anything in this world you want to take on.
0: Agree, 100%, 100%. I've seen when, that's how my sales career went. In the beginning, when I wasn't confident, when I wasn't doing the work, I knew it. I was pretending I was doing the work, but I wasn't. But once I did, like you said, consistent call blocks, consistently talking to people, being ethical, being moral with what I was going to do, helping them out, it compounds. And people can see that. And then they'll be like, well, man, I want to go work with Kevin. Kevin is going to take care of me. I want to get stuff done. Yeah, totally. And and I don't think it's rambling. I think habits, it's just, we all have habits. You just got to switch what habits you're doing. Some people's habits right now is watching Netflix all day long. Well, just watch one Netflix show and read a book. You know, find a way to change that. And like you said, it's over time. It's never, like you don't go weightlifting. You don't get strong overnight. It takes, you know months to years to get strong,
1: but the more you do it, the better you get. Yeah, that's right, man. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned, and, and it all is the same, but you mentioned a book, reading a book. You know, my wife, since she started doing 75 hard, she's read, I don't even know how many books, and, and she has read more books. She just told me this the other day, in the time she's been doing 75 hard, which is 10 pages a day of a book. Mm -hmm. 10 pages a day of a book, you will tear through some books doing that. It doesn't seem like, but that's proof of what we're saying. You you will go through some books. She's read more books in the time of 75 hard than she has her entire life combined. So Mm -hmm. the reason that is, is because she started stacking habits, reading 10 pages a day. So if you're overwhelmed by the two 45 minute workouts, you're overwhelmed by the drinking a gallon of water. You're overwhelmed by any aspect of it, just sit down and read 10 pages of a book a Mm -hmm. a day. Yep. And at the end of that week, when you've read, what's that? 70 pages. I think 70. Of that book. Yeah. 70, 70, yeah. In a seven day week. Yeah. 70, 70 pages of, of, of that book. You're going to have kept those promises to yourself. You're going to cast those votes. You're going to start to believe I'm a person because what it does, it tricks our mind. It doesn't, it doesn't trick our mind. It, tells our mind, it shows our mind. I'm a person that reads books. And now you become a book reader because your goal is not to read a book. Your goal is to become someone that reads books and gains knowledge and then moves forward. And it's the same way with My goal is not to gain muscles from lifting weights. My goal is to create the habits of a weightlifter and become somebody that is active in the gym every single day. And then from there, the other, the successes are going to come Mm -hmm. because as we talked about, if you're making a certain amount of money, once you get there, you're going to want to make more as you get there, you're going to want to make more. So instead of I'm a person that makes, you know, a million dollars a year, you want to become a person that knows how and is confident that they can make money and deliver value to people. And when yep. you do that, man, it never quits. It's like you said, it just compounds.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Ziegler, Ziegler talked about that. If you help people solve their problems, right. you'll never lack because that's really, and that's the thing. And you do sales because with your job, you do sales stuff. And I think people get this confused Sales is not bad when you focus on helping your client and you're ethical and moral and take care of their need. And if you can't help them, you refer them to someone else. It's really simple. So you're doing a good thing. I think that's a lot of times people have to change their mindset on, this is not a bad thing to sell someone something. If it's going to help them, you know, it makes sense.
1: It's, it's building relationships. You know, the more hands you shake, the more, more sales you make. And so the, the way you sell in 2021 is, I come to you and I say, Joe, so what do you need? And then I take out a piece of paper and a pen and you tell me, because people think this is hard. Anybody can make a a, a living anytime with this concept I'm about to share with you. You take out a piece of paper and you write down exactly what Joe Graham tells me he needs. And I write it down exactly the way Joe Graham tells me he needs it. And then I go build it for Joe Graham. Mm-hmm. And then I come back and I say, Joe, here's exactly what you need. Now you don't mind. You're glad to write that check for this. Yep. yep. Now we've had a transaction and now you're going to go tell people my name and it's going to spread like wildfire. It's not, hey, Joe, go take this. You got to have this, man. You got to do this. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. You know, and try yep. to convince you. No, find out what you want and then give it to you exactly the way you want. On it, And you're going to pay me generously for that. And then you're going to tell all your friends. We make this stuff so hard, man. It's We not. do.
0: Yep. Yeah. And it's so funny because when you do that, that's the key. That's how I've made, like I went president's clubs with the jobs I have right now. I went in the quarter. My last quarter, I was 250% the plan for my sales job because I did exactly what you said there. We had a conversation like you and I are having a conversation. I said, hey, what do you need? Does this work for you or does this option work better? And laid it out for them. And that was it there's no fluff no bull and you can make up numbers you can make up whatever number you want if you bring enough value cuz that sales is made up
1: if you're if you're solving if you're solving problems for people they don't mind paying you that's okay. another conversation but then you just pick the kind of customer you want to work with yep
0: yeah we can no, go it's crazy
1: to that is you want to go to but i mean that's just picking a a certain customer and keying in on that customer I want to work with a person that's between 35 and 50 years old, that makes hundred thousand dollars a year that needs this particular product. And that's who I want to market to on social media. That's who I want to, Uh, build my relationships with. And that's where you get your organic relationships with. But it's about creating relationships and know, like, and trust. And then you can go into those DMs and talk to them because they know you. If Mm -hmm. you've been talking with somebody, you and I haven't known each other very long on on social media, but it feels like we've known each other for 10 years. Yep. Because that's the way the mind works. So once you go and you build true relationships on social media and you you know that I have a dog. You've seen his picture. Mm-hmm. You know that, that I have a wife You, because I've talked about her. I go kayaking with her in the, on the lake and we, we do things. And you know that I'm in the credit repair business. You know that I'm about 75 hard. That's really where we connected. Yep.
0: Yep. So I saw we, you post that. So this
1: it. Yep. relationship and now we've created this friendship. And now it's just a matter of, hey, Joe, I'm trying to make some money and grow my business. Here's what I'm doing. Who do you know that would need this? You mm-hmm. say, man, i got this friend, Steve. He he would be somebody that would be interested. I call Steve up. I say, Steve, I got your number from Joe. Joe once said that you might be interested in this. Let me find out, Steve, exactly what it is you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then what would you be willing to pay for it, brother? And then he's going to tell me exactly what he wants. He's going to tell me what it's pays for. Then I go get make it. Bring it back to Steve and I get paid again, man. It's so simple. And once we just make it complicated, sir. Yeah. And once I figured that out, Joe, man, life just got so much better, so much happier.
0: Yeah. And I think you, yeah, I think it's just people get so caught up in their little, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be, this is what I'm supposed to do. And they don't get around people that will. challenge them to encourage or become more, Um, you know, like we were talking about the power of group supply people you're around, the people that help lift you up. Um, I know for years, I was stuck that way. I moved away from where I lived in Michigan and I love my family. Don't take that wrong, but I had to get away from them. Now I live in the Fort Worth area so I could become who I wanted to be. I had to surround myself with people that I could trust that would build me up. They would say, no, that's not crazy. Go after your dream. So yeah, dude, I totally agree with you and just keeping it
1: simple. Sales is simple. Life is simple. We complicate it. That's right, brother. That's right, man. It is. It's, it's not complicated, man. I mean, I, you know, I don't have those little nonsensical things that used to make me mad and life used to be really difficult and hard. And man, that stuff's not in my life anymore. Nope. It's because of the gratitude. It's because of the appreciation. It's because of the relationships I've got. It's because of the people I'm around. Mm -hmm. and that I, that I, that I have in my circle. And because you are the, the relationships that you create, whether it be your employees, whether it be your employer, whether it be your spouse, whether it be your children, whether it be your parents, whether it be your best friends, whether it be your peers, whoever you are around, that is what is going to determine your life. Now I I can talk to you for hours about this because now we go into core values and so much other stuff. Man, I've enjoyed this conversation a lot, dude. I'm enjoying it. Thank you for having me on here. This is fun.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Well, tell people where they can find you. We're not done yet, but I want to, that way, if they're listening, they can figure out where they can find you on social media or websites or wherever.
1: Yes, sir. I'm at uh, my website for our credit business, 3B Credit Health, is 3bcredithealth.com. And you can find me on social media, just traditional, for, just put in Kevin Faulkner. Waco, Texas, and I'll come up on social media. You can follow me there, but also you can send me an email at Kevin Faulkner at mail, not Gmail, just Kevin Faulkner at mail.com. Awesome. No, that- I, do coaching. I, I do want to say that I do coaching and uh, man, I'm, I'm here to change lives and I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I, uh, I'm really excited about what we're doing with, because I've implemented a program called 3B life. It's a life enhancement program. The 3B mm-hmm. life enhancement program. And so we're going to be kicking that off October 19th and moving forward with it uh, from here on out. And man, we're going to, we're going to change a lot of lives with that.
0: Yeah, no, I believe so. I believe so. I, have, I believe connections are for a reason. Um, so last question, just want to ask, say that they're only going to remember these five to 10 minutes of, of this podcast. We want them to hear the whole thing, but they just hear this part. What would you say to my guest or by the listeners on that you would want to imprint on their heart or lead them like what is Kevin's three to five these are must-haves for your life
1: the the things that the things that mean the most to me in in the world so man I'm going to refer back I hate to be repetitive but I'm going to refer back to those three b pillars uh, relationships, you know, and I'll, I'll touch on again relationships, which most of this conversation has been about the importance of, but your life is defined by your relationships. If you're happy, it's going to be because you have happy relationships. Health, man, what can you say about health? Without health, you know, I've, I've reversed this, this diabetes, I've reversed this mental illness, I've reversed these things. And I've done that by eating right. I've done mm-hmm. that by getting my weight right. I've done that by creating a healthy lifestyle. So health is everything. And I don't just want to live to be a hundred. I want to live to be a healthy 100 yep. quality relationships. So then spiritual, that is another thing that has really brought me a lot of peace. And whether I believe in God, that's, that's what I believe. I'm a Christian. But whatever your spiritual relationship is, I'm not here to, to judge anybody on that, man. We all have a creator. We all have a universe. It's all connected, which that's a whole nother podcast. But yep. everything is connected.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and because of that, we need to make that effort on a daily basis to connect with that. So that really matters to me. I've got to have that uh, business. Man, you gotta have a passion. You gotta have something that you're working towards. I'm working to help people in many ways, one with credit. I mean, I, I've talked about my passion with my credit repair business being helping people who can't qualify for homes become qualified for homes. I work with lenders all over the state of Texas and Arkansas in order to help them build their pipelines, in order to help them turn their clients that can't currently buy a home into home buyers. So if there's any lenders or realtors out there, I would love to talk with you. I would love to be one of those people that you look out after six months to a year of working with and say, hey, man, you brought six files into me that I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have had. I'd love to do that with you. So I also deal with with normal people. So if you're a lender, a person out there and you're thinking, dude, I really could use some help with my credit. Reach out to me at the way I shared with you to reach out. Uh, three bcredithealthcom or Kevin Faulkner at mail.com. And then those, those four things, man, business, let me just share that a little bit more about that. Because if you take the habits that we, the, the conversation about habits that we discussed, no matter what your business is does not matter. I mean, I joke with my wife all the time about how I would truly enjoy just going to work at Bass Pro Shop. I would have such a good time working at Bass Pro Shop, just showing people the things and teaching yep. them and interacting with them and just having a blast, man. I would have a good, you could take everything from me, stick me in the middle of a best brush shop and I'd be (laughs) happy. I mean, so yeah, man, those four things, relationships, health, spiritual, and business.
0: I love it. I love it. Thank you again for being on the show. I'm glad to have you come back on maybe say six months to a year from now and just see how you progressed and, and all the cool stuff there. Um, Yeah. And for everyone that's been listening, thank you again for listening to another episode of the 150k podcast, where we take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Uh, Please like, subscribe and share this episode with your friends, families and on Apple, if you can leave me a comment or review, I would appreciate it. And until next time, keep rocking it. Thanks.